Fan Ramen. Who's hungover? Welcome to Fan Ramen. The official podcast of Black Ramen. We're a hungry rock band who writes epic music for film and games. And we're here to read your fan fiction. I'm Lindy. May I take your order? I'm Ralph Wasabi. Behind the board is our awesome sound guy. And culinarian of catastrophe. The, the Asian, Asian persuasion, persuasion, Kevin. Kevin. First on the menu today is a Parks and Rec fic. I like Parks and Rec. I like wrecking parks. I heard you like wrecking motorcycles. <laughs> oh, God. It's like an addiction. I just can't stop. Opit wrote a long fic called No One Like You. The chapter we're going to read is called Let's Get Divorced. You can find this fic on Archive of Our Own or check the show notes. You can also look at our featured fix page on our website, www.fanramen.com. Let's go get divorced. Let's do. Oh, we could do it at my mom's house. She's got this big field and it'd be super cute. Andy said to April enthusiastically lounging around in the parts department at her desk. Or we could do it at night. And you could wear all black and that really thick makeup that you, you know I. <laughs> gotcha. She nodded from his lap, chuckling. They were discussing their plans to divorce each other, only to immediately get married again. The first marriage was awesome, and they were still super happy being married, so wouldn't a double ceremony make it twice as cool? That's Andy's thought process, at least. And April's too enamored in hearing his ideas to care. That could be fun. Maybe we could have a wedding like like Leslie's and Orin could make you a dress. <gasps> Out of roots in a morning gown. Oh, she offered with a grin, Andy nodding and returning it happily. That'd be pretty cool, but I don't want Jerry there. That was a mistake last time, by the way. So, is it the field idea? Andy asked with a hopeful glint in his eyes, pulling her closer with his arm wrapped around her waist. Mm. Maybe. She pursed her lips and trailed a finger down from his chin to his chest. You do like when I wear all that makeup. Besides, we can pretend to haunt your mom's house afterwards. <sighs> you are super. What are you two doing? Leslie interrupted, the two of them so caught up in the other to notice that she had been standing there for a solid ten seconds. Leslie even had to put up with the conversation just before. She didn't really know if she could take too many times, so they jumped each other at work, torn between smiling and sighing because, okay, that's public indecency. But when she spoke, April turned her head and leered at her. Andy looked blankly, his hand still moving carefully along April's waist. Oh, nothing. Just talking about divorcing my awesome wife. Andy explained happily, staring into April's eyes for a moment. Nodding when she did, because he had no idea what else to do when she bit her lip like that. Before turning to Leslie once again. Why? What's up? Um, wow, you guys are... Wait, what's happening? Leslie spoke quickly. She took a defensive position, squinting in confusion and then sadness. She alternated between the two as she mumbled something about crazy and love and divorce. We are getting divorced, Leslie. April repeated, snuggling closer to Andy. Then we're getting married again, like right away. Andy chuckled. Yep, that's the plan. 
She nudged his chin with her nose, and Andy turned his face to meet her in a quick, giggly kiss. <laughs> What's hard to understand about that? Leslie's face regained its normal color as she sighed. <gasps> oh, oh, you guys are just getting your vows renewed. She said with a small laugh. <laughs> you had me going there for a second. Wait, y- you can do that? Andy craned his neck away from April, who only pouted at the separation. Yeah, but you said we were going to get divorced. She complained. That's true, I, I did promise that. Andy nodded thoughtfully. Our vows are pretty freaking cool anyways. I'm not even sure I remember mine. April shrugged. Leslie was standing stock still, taking in the whole conversation. Whether she wanted to understand what was going on or simply didn't get this at all, it was all a little difficult for her to wrap her head around. Either way, she tried to sort out her thoughts and attempted to interrupt them. Meanwhile, Andy made a soft noise of disappointment before April's eyes widened, and she snaked her hands around his neck. She leaned her face closer to him and chuckled softly. (laughs) I'm joking, she whispered. I still mean it, too. Yeah? People are totally stupid, but you're pretty great. She flattened one side of his collar and shifted her legs in his lap for a more comfortable position. I know some people that could totally get us married Wiccan. Whoa, I don't think I want to be married to a basket, babe. (laughs) Andy said with a laugh while April simply stared at him, unfazed, and tapped the side of his neck with one impatient finger. I think we should totally do your idea, though. She said excitedly, ignoring his comment, because eventually he'd understand it. Won't it be awesome, Leslie? We're going to get remarried in a field at night by a witch. For a moment, Leslie stood there and stared. Shrugging, she asked in a defeated voice, (sighs) It's a big day. Dark yet comical. With hints of earthly aroma and a smoky aftertaste. Ah, fine dining with (laughs) Ralph Avalon. Did you know the next fic is also dark yet comical? With a buttery smooth finish. Wine really be buttery? Kind of, sort of, a little bit, but not really. But fan fiction can be. Aha, this next fic is called A Fire in the Blood by Frog Farm. It's from Buffy the Vampire Slayer universe. This is an angel fic. Check out the rest of this amazing piece on Archive of Our Own. As always, you can find them in the show notes or on our website. www.fanramen.com Rent in Los Angeles being what it is, Wesley considers himself blessed to have an apartment at all, let alone one he can afford. Granted, it makes the tenement in the Blues Brothers the height of luxury. Still, he would still be living out of the saddlebags of his motorcycle if Cordelia hadn't spoken up and put her strap-sandaled foot down. True to form, Angel made some token grumbles while filling out the paperwork, prompting snarky comments from Cordelia unfavorably comparing him with Jack Benny. This only resulted in a further disgruntled Angel 
who protested she was nowhere near old enough to make such a comparison. And besides, had he met Jack at an RKO premiere benefit back in the day? And who was she to judge anyway? Such is life in the big city. Wesley muses as he sets about brewing tea. His single financial indulgence, it's also a careful and calming ritual, prepared each and every morning. Proper tea time, of course, was the first sacrifice when one adhered to an unpredictable schedule. Working for a vampire, then, further complicated matters. And not only one with a soul, but veritable mountains of emotional baggage that included mass homicide given the proper trigger. Fortunately, today is Thursday. He'd actually fought for a regular day off, emboldened by Cordelia's example of workplace solidarity. Now, Wesley intends to spend the next eight hours eating unhealthy food and watching BBC Sports and heaven help anyone, man or demon, who gets in his... The discordant jangle of the telephone rudely yanks him from his reverie, as well as forcing a startled and unmanly squawk from his throat. His cheeks are still burning as he fumbles the receiver to his ear. Wes, can you come in? It's, it's my day off. His automatic protest is a feeble one. A hearty snort echoes down the line. Oh, right. You really sound like you've got the Swedish bikini team locked in your closet. Uh, you didn't even wait for me to say hello. He sips his tea with a grimace. A proper cup would still be warm. Look, if this is another fashion emergency, I must insist... Angel's acting weird. Oh? This gets his attention. Cordelia doesn't sound in a panic, but one never knows just what might cause his employer's soul to go on holiday. Uh, how so? He rearranged all the furniture. Oh. Cordelia lowers her voice to a near hiss. Before I came in... I've seen this before. Wesley sighs. The caffeine will wear off. Just give it time. And if you value your ears, do not let him start reminiscing about what things used to cost back in his day. I don't think it's the coffee. Wesley pinches the bridge of his nose and prays for patience. And what leads you to that conclusion? Cordelia's sarcasm, always a deadly weapon, fires the killing blow. Call it a hunch. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you've discovered some new authors today. Check out our Patreon. We have outtakes, extras, and bloopers. Pretended your Jewish grandmother. It's a big day. There! There! Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! We're accepting submissions. We like it when you're submissive. Email us a link to your fan fiction at fanramenpodcast at gmail.com. Or submit on our website, fanramen.com. <laughs> this is Lindy. This is Ralph. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you the next time, time we're demonetized. Demonetized. <laughs> don't be submissive. No, 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 don't. I mean, do, but no. Don't. It's your thing. Whatever. It's your thing. This podcast produced by Lindy Day and Ralph Avalon.
Sound design and engineering by Kevin Villagestone. Music by Black Ramen. Recorded and mixed in the Black Ramen Studios. <laughs>